0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: One of the things I want to start with today is we go into the preseason on Saturday at Soldier Field against the Titans. And for most people in the world, most sane, rational, grounded humans, preseason football is preseason football. It's something that you kind of pay attention to on a weekend in August, and then you kind of just buy your time until the regular season arrives. But you've been around this before. You've been around... What this means and what's at stake for the players and the people involved in this. And so you've got an appreciation for some of the intensity for the guys that don't have jobs guaranteed for them and 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 the rookies and the the undrafted guys and all of the the battles and competitive tension and all the things that go on in August. And I'm just curious what you remember about developing that appreciation that a lot of people uh, don't know about. And then when you get on the inside, you go, man, this is a little bit more intense than I ever realized.
0: I can tell you that there's a part of me, my body clock still goes off. Like I, I covered the bears for so long that usually around the second week of July, I'm like, oh, I need to make sure I get everything in order. I need to make sure that I've I've got all my vacationing done and everything else because once the the third week of July comes around, you know that you were going to be headed at least in my case, one year in Platteville and then the rest of the time in Bourbonnais, and so I usually am in that mode around then. I loved covering training camp. It was one of my favorites of the job, mainly because you would get to see a lot of the listeners like for, for us, like it was like a family reunion, you know, like you see the listeners and yell out to you. You saw some of that in, in the days in Burnay where people like, Oh, that's Dan Weederer right over there. Right. So I'm, I love that. And then you get into the practices themselves. There should be a real appreciation for being able to be that close to NFL speed. Right. And when you see it ground level right there, it's even more impressive than seeing it on television. And then you learn, like, of course, you're covering the stars of the team and how does the quarterback look and all of that stuff. But when you start talking about guys that are 51, 52, 53 on a roster or a guy that doesn't didn't have a chance to make the roster but was so good, in training camp that it would come down to the third preseason game for that guy to prove that he could usurp guy number 53 or guy number 52. Those were always some of the, the more fun things where a guy makes a roster and maybe he makes that roster for the first time in his career coming out of camp and the joy or I remember I remember Rash- Rashi Davis and Rashid ended up having a really long career with the bears. That guy was working at best buy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like right. th- that that's one of those camp stories of an arena league guy that still felt like he could make it, but to supplement himself and his family at the time, he was working at best buy now best buy pretty much doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> like that's how long we're talking about, but I always love those types of stories and learning about guys that were hustling and then in the case of a guy like Rashid for him to not just make the team but in recent Bears playoff history have one of the most important catches in a Bears playoff game to go from from a guy that was working at Best Buy to making clutch catches in in the postseason is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, during my time in Minnesota, my my last year there, I left that beat in the middle of the preseason. So I I said, you know, I came to Chicago from and I remember there was a receiver, undrafted rookie out of Mankato. Mankato state named Adam Thielen. You watch this guy run around on, on special teams. And you're like, this guy might just be able to, to carve out a little bit of a, a special teams role and, and maybe be a, you know, end of the roster receiver for them. And then you look <laughs> 10 years right. later and the dude is, you know, he's been in the pro bowl a few times. He's, he's, he's one of the better receivers in the league. And so there's, there's always those moments. Right. And, and I used to say when there was a four, four game preseason, that that fourth preseason game was the most boring game for a casual sure. fan. But if you knew what was at stake for every single player that was playing in that game, you could feel it sometimes. I remember talking to Josh Woods about it one year, being like, man, there is nothing like the fourth preseason game where desperation and competition just gets in this sort of you know collision with one another, and then it's just a whole night of guys just fighting to make one last impression on a general manager or coach that can, can help them get a job. And so that's kind of going to be a little bit of what we're starting Saturday when the Titans come to town and face the Bears at Soldier Field.
0: Can I ask you a question on the Take the North podcast? Absolutely.
1: It's open forum.
0: How have you noticed preseason has changed with the three-game schedule instead of the four-game schedule?
1: Well, the three-game schedule is all tied to health and safety of players. And it's a concession that the league has made in order to get that 17th regular season game added. And, and so what you have now is a heightened focus on trying to get as many bodies as you humanly possibly can to the regular season without being banged up and hurt. And so what has happened here is probably in the last five years, is this premium on these crossover practices. The Bears are going to do it next week in Indianapolis. And and Luke Getze talked a little bit about that today, particularly for Justin Fields, about how it's an opportunity to get into a highly competitive situation against a team that's going to throw different things at you than you've seen all through training camp. And you can go and get this high-intensity competition in in a controlled environment. And so what we're seeing now is, is is more and more of the controlled environment stuff that, that, that teams are are just being way more cautious of uh, playing the, the, the risk reward game and saying, look, like we don't want any of our key starters to miss significant time in the regular season, because we took things for granted in the preseason. I remember sitting in Nashville. Um, I guess this would have been 2017, uh, when Cam Meredith tore his ACL, Cam was coming off a, a really promising 2016 yeah. season and looked like he was going to have a leading role on that team. And he gets, you know, blown up on a on a pass over the middle, and his career was never the same after that. And that's one of those cautionary tales of oh man, you know, is this really worth it? You know, I mean, Cam went in, on to New Orleans and I think he played a little bit there, but it was never the same player. And so th- th- it's just one of those things where, where if you're a general manager, if you're a coach, you go, okay, we want to get some development. We want to get some chemistry. We want to get some cohesion, but at what cost and at what risk? And so the, I think that's the biggest change I've seen is there's way more discussion on that, way more focus on that, way more concentration on that. And then it becomes kind of a team by team, case by case um, you know, decision-making process that you have to go through, which leads me into some of what I wanted to talk to today, because we did talk to Matty Berfloos on Wednesday and Luke Getzi again on Thursday about, okay, so what are you trying to get out of this Saturday? When we go to Soldier Field, what are you looking to do? And and Luke talked first big picture wise about how he hopes to get several things out of the offense. Here's some of what he had to say this afternoon about just just the general big picture goals of Saturday.
0: I think so incremental is is the way that I I just believe in just getting better. I do believe in that. I think a preseason game is hard to get too excited about or too frustrated about as well. So preseason is a a different style. We're trying to do as as good of a job as we can evaluating the guys that we have on the roster. Um, And so you're going to you're going to do some different things. And so we want to make sure that we're able to do that. Now, it's still important that we, we follow our, our principles and see that play style. That's what, you know, we want to make sure that that is evident on the tape. Uh, that better be evident on the tape, the way we're firing off the football, taking care of the football and the way that we finish. We want to do that better than anybody in the world. So that better be what we see in the uh, first week.
1: So the goals there, Lawrence, are modest, you know, it's just to get a feel for things and and, and get ready to go. But also Luke emphasizing there that, and then this word comes out of Luke's mouth a lot and it's significant to him. It's play style, you know, and he has a play style that he wants. And he thought that the Bears, um, accomplished it in a lot of ways a year ago in just becoming a nasty group up front that, that can go ahead and, and set a tone by establishing the run and then play a certain way so that the opponent knows that that they're gonna feel you. You know, play in, play out, series in, series out. That's gonna be part of what Saturday is no longer no matter how many starters play and how long they play. It's just like let's let's make sure we're establishing something that has some carryover potential into September.
0: Yeah. And and these are the things that those of us who cover the game we're interested in, like, for me, Saturday is all about is the offensive operation clean? Like, that's that's honestly, like, all I care about. Now, if something happens in the game where Justin Fields looks, like, ridiculously awful or he looks like the the the, the next coming of Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> I'm not going to freak out because it's preseason. But I want to see, in and out of the huddle, maybe there's a line protection change here or there. What, what do you look like in a two-minute drill or a 90-second drill at the end of the half? Those sorts of things are things that I'm interested in. And you don't always get it because guys aren't going to play for a long time. It, but, but, but for fans, it's so exciting because you haven't seen your football team right. in a uniform in a long time. And I would say that now more than ever, Because fans aren't really, I mean, they're allowed, but they aren't really allowed to train camp practices. Here's an opportunity for you to get familiar with some of the names you're hearing us talk about. Like, hey, who's Roshan Johnson? Right. Like, I want to see, I've been hearing about this guy. I want to see what he's all about. Who's Tyler Scott? Like, all of this stuff plays into what the game is like. And sometimes I think we forget that because we're so intrigued by how things fit together, what coaches and general managers are saying about things. And does it match? Does the visual visual match the audio uh, when it when it comes to covering a team? But I'm starting to like finally start to live in the space of, oh, look at that football's back. Right. Oh, well, that, that's kind of cool. Like we get a chance to see a little bit of football.